This is so wizarding. What's going on, guys? It is your boy, Joey, here from the So Wizard Podcast. And I just wanted to let you know that this that you're listening to right now is what we did for the live stream for The Cure Marathon that went on on Twitch. All sorts of podcasters and content creators got together and they did a live stream of different things to raise money to fight cancer. We were part of it. This was our segment. Wanted you guys to be able to hear it in case you weren't able to tune in live. And the good news is that the live stream is able to raise over $19,000 to help fight cancer, which is awesome. So hopefully you will enjoy this little segment where us and Nick from Nikolai's Kitchen podcast talk about our favorite songs from movies. And maybe next year you can come join us on the live stream and give a little bit of cash to help fight cancer. Thanks, guys. Check it out and let us know what you think. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare. You are listening to So Wizard. You're thinking, you said people gonna die? The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under 12 parsecs. There'll be no one to stop us this time. What's going on, everybody? It is time for the live stream for the Cure special edition of the So Wizard podcast. I am your host, Joey DiCarlo. My co-hosts are the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. I did it all for the nookie. <laughs> Isn't that what we all do it for, especially giving to charity? And the experts, Mr. Marquis Markellis Reagans. Hello, hello. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the show. And of course, when we're doing the live stream for The Cure, we have to be joined by the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Nicholas Haskins. And I wore my Batman versus Superman shirt, again, just for Joey. I love it. It looks great. <laughs> just got to let it get a little tighter so we can see your dynamite areola through it. <laughs> I feel like I'm recording with Justin. If I start touching myself during the recording, it's just from being used to recording with Justin for so many years. Not a problem. Hopefully our choices will make you rub your nipples. So, I mean, we'll see. So, guys, what we're going to do is count down our top three songs from a movie from three to one. This is a personal list, obviously. So it's not going to be the top three songs ever from a movie. It's a top three songs to us. I laid out some ground rules just to make sure Nick didn't pick three songs from Les Miserables. And... um, (laughs) 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 that's the only reason i put the rules out there i'm like no way not happening bro um hey it eliminated grease too for me so um (laughs) insanity uh, for mark that's right no xanadu for mark either so you better uh, you better believe that was like on my list too you damn right that was on my list of course it was. So no musicals, absolutely no musicals and no scores. These are songs from a movie. They could be written for the movie. They could just be used in the movie to great use and iconic use in a movie. But otherwise, the top three songs for yourself from a movie. So we're going to start and we're going to let Nick go first because this is his big day, his big show. Nick, what is your number three pick? I got. I just went through all the needle drops in Zack Snyder's Justice League, and I just tried to put them in order of my top three because I figured <laughs> that would be the list most appreciated right here. No, I didn't do that. So uh, number three, and I will fight anyone that says this is a musical because it's not, even though it's got a lot of music in the film. 
I love it so, so much. Uh, it's shallow from A Star Is Born, guys. Nice. Isn't that a musical? It is not a musical. No. <laughs> he just said he's going to fight you now. <laughs> That's it. Uh, no, like, I I classify a musical as, like, they break into song and dance randomly in, like, everyday situations. Like, mm-hmm. the, the it's a movie that focuses, obviously, on music because they're musicians, but I don't consider it a musical. It's a drama with music in it. Okay, I'll take that argument. Yeah, we'll allow it. So why do you love this song so much, Nick? I mean, it's, I mean, even from what I just first heard it in the trailer, I mean, I love Lady Gaga's voice anyway. It does things to me on like a soul kind of level that just levels me. And I mean, it's an insanely catchy tune. I mean, it just, it it, it really, really is. And it just kind of kicks off like after you get this amazing opening, what, 20, 25 minutes of that movie where these characters are getting to know each other. Like from there forward, it's just like this shot of lightning forward for two hours and like sets the stage emotionally for like everything that's to come. I just, I adore it. I mean, there's so many different songs from this movie I wanted to pick too. And it had to be represented in here, but I figured I would be that person that picks the, uh, you know, the popular one. That's okay. I've never seen the movie, so I'll just go with your, your word on it. I'm wearing a Batman versus Superman shirt, Joey. I'm never wrong. (laughs) Amazon's show us your fear. Um, Okay. Don't make (laughs) us watch a four hour movie. (laughs) We're afraid of four-hour runtimes. <laughs> All right. Moving along. Mark Ellis Regans. What do you got for us today at number three? All right. So my number three is from a, a movie that's all also has a lot of music in it, but it's not a musical. Uh, it's called Breaker's Revenge, and it's by Arthur Baker. It's from the movie, the 1984 movie Beat Street. Uh, there's a scene where the crew goes to battle at the Roxy. Uh, it's a big breakdance battle. And when this song comes on, even years after watching this movie, whenever that song comes on, I think I'm ready to go start breakdancing because it was such a part of my life as a kid. Uh, and whenever I saw it, I saw this movie multiple times in the theaters. Whenever I saw this movie in the theaters, whenever that song started and you knew that the battle was about to happen, everyone in the theater just started to get hyped. They're like, oh, here we go. Here we go. It's one of the best breakdancing scenes ever in film. And that song, even to this day, uh, when that song comes on, I'm, I'm like ready to start busting a move. So, uh, yeah, it's called Breaker's Revenge from Beat Street. Well, let me tell you, when Corona is over and we go back to the Comic Cons again, I'm going to put that song on my phone and sneak up behind you and play it. <laughs> see if you immediately start popping and locking. It will happen. It will happen. I was at a Dragon Con and a Hip Hop Trooper, um, shout out to Hip Hop Trooper. He's always dressed as a red stormtrooper, walks around with a big boombox, and he always plays like classic hip hop music from the 80s. And one day he was walking around and he was playing that song and I just started to follow him like the Pied Piper because I fucking love that song. I remember seeing that in the movie theater also, Mark, and I was a little kid and we saw that. And I remember people were like break dancing in front of the screen, like during the entire movie. So yeah, it, it does. It was amazing. You. I only saw it once in the theater, unlike break in one. So <laughs> which you saw multiple times, I'm assuming. 
Yes, twice. <laughs> you send a dicky, man. How can you not just go back over and over? That's right. All my feathered hair dreams were coming true. <laughs> <laughs> Aubrey, what do you got at number three? At number three, so when I looked at this list, I tried to look at the dynamics between the song and the scene that it was in. So that's where a lot of my decisions came from. Uh, wow, taking you out did sc- work for this. <laughs> <laughs> I did. And taking out scores really killed me um, because I would have just chosen the entire the entirety of Lord of the Rings. Um, (laughs) but at number three I'm going to choose uh, Mr. Blue Sky by ELO Mr. Blue Sky please tell us why you had to hide away for so Um, which was in Guardians of the Galaxy 2. It is the infamous uh, Baby Groot dancing scene. And I like the kind of uh, whimsicalness of Baby Groot dancing to this song, and there's just chaos in the background, and he's just peacefully dancing to the song. I think that this was a great decision on uh, the music producer's part. Nick, you're a huge fan of uh, the MCU and Guardians of the Galaxy, aren't you? I'm the biggest, by far the biggest, especially Guardians of the Galaxy. They, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just like took my headphones off. I was just like, nope, I'm gonna move away from the microphone for a minute. <laughs> silently, <laughs> silently rage over here. I mean, to be to, to that to that credit, that is like. In terms of like an opening scene, it's a really fun opening scene. It has great use of a song in an opening scene. So I, I mean, I'm not, I don't remember it because it was ages ago and I saw it. It's so bad that I forgot about it the second I left the theater. But wow, um, wow, yeah. I I love all of the songs that they choose for Guardians of the Galaxy, and it might just be my musical preference, but I think that they did a really good job with the soundtrack pieces. Well, now that Nick's never going to let us come back on live stream for the cure, I guess uh, I guess I'll go next. You so are always th- welcome back. Always. Every year, I got to make somebody mad. I mean, somebody mad with Goonies one year too. That was probably uh, also me. That was yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, swipe right. <laughs> All right. Uh, my number three is uh, a song that means a lot to me. It's uh, Smell Your Dick by Risky. <laughs> That's <laughs> That's no, it's not. not. That's actually not in a movie, unfortunately. Um, yeah, I'm, I had my number two and one just locked from the second I picked the topic, but I've been fucking moving back and forth on three like for weeks uh i am gonna go with oh man i'm looking at it right now i have two choices on here and i'm looking at it and i'm like oh man this is killing me uh all right from the karate kid part one the best around by joe esposito is like one of the awesomest songs of all time set to an amazing 80s montage of the karate tournament so That is my pick. <laughs> That's awesome. That's a fair pick, too. I like that song. It was close. It was almost Princes of the Universe by Queen from the Highlander soundtrack. But uh, 
that's only over the opening credits and there's nothing happening during the opening credits other than the credits. So I figured, you know, that's is probably a better pick, but yeah. moving on. I also omitted end credit songs for the same reason. I was like, something's going to be happening while the song's on the screen. Kind of like Aubrey's, you know, classification. Like it has to mean something like it mm-hmm. can't just be like a tag, I think. Yeah. Yep. So no, uh, no, like bad nineties soundtrack songs. So, yep. Got it. All right. Uh, <laughs> Nick, what is your number two? From bad 90s soundtrack songs to great 90s soundtrack songs. I mean, this is like the most cliched list of all time, I think. But I mean, number two is Bohemian Rhapsody in Wayne's World. I mean, it doesn't get... In terms of 90s movies and in terms of like 90s scenes, I mean, it caused that song to have a, a huge, huge resurgence. And I mean, it's number one, it's just one of the greatest rock anthems of all time, but also in one of the funniest movies to come out of like that period in the 90s. And it just it, like in terms of like iconic music scenes in film, it's got to probably be like in the conversation for like a top five or top 10 of that list, like ever. So I love it. I just absolutely love it. And like, that's like my, like that was when I was a teenager. So obviously I saw that and I was just like starry eyed the whole time. Like this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. (laughs) And and no one can listen to that song now, especially if you're in a car without, you know, mimicking 90% of that scene. So yeah, exactly. It was huge before you were born, Aubrey, I swear. (laughs) I I love Wayne's room. (laughs) But I love Queen, too. So Obviously. So, you know, with the uh, Academy Award winning film, Bohemian Rhapsody God didn't count for the uh, <laughs> didn't count for the list, unfortunately. But I know you're a huge fan of that one, Nick. So. Oh, God. Heaven. How could they do that to Queen? <laughs> Best editing man. best editing. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Oscars. All right. Mark Ellis, um, what is your number two? All right, so my number two is uh, another movie, kind of like A Star is Born, where it's a movie about uh, musicians and about songwriters, where there's music performed in it. Uh, it's from 2007. It's a movie called Once, um, one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, and the song is called When Your Mind Is Made Up. Um, not it's not the Academy Award winning uh, song that everyone knows from that movie. Uh, this song comes about probably about halfway to three quarters through the movie, where you know they're street musicians. They get some other street musicians to form a band. They rent out some studio time and they record this song. And it's just a really powerful song that when I saw it in the theaters, I'm like, wow, this movie is like this is a really amazing film. And I'm like looking around the theater, like I wonder if anyone else is realizing how awesome this movie is uh so it's called when your mind is made up from the one soundtrack amazing movie uh and an amazing song i love that song i've never seen this movie i know you keep banging the drum for it nick did you ever see that no no i'm not familiar with it either uh, uh do i need to ask aubrey or is it fair to assume <laughs> you haven't seen it i haven't seen it <laughs> If you waited through the whole credits mark at the end, did it say once will return and twice? 
That's exactly what it was called. Once part two, twice over. <laughs> now, a, a lot awesome. of people, a lot of people might be more familiar with the director's other movie, Sing Street, that came out a few years later, which is the same concept, um, but it takes place in the eighties. Um, yeah, I hear a lot of people hype up Sing Street. I've never seen it because uh, I don't like streets and I don't like singing, <laughs> so it just wasn't up my alley. You know? <laughs> All right, Aubrey, what do you got at number two? Um, I'm going to continue the trend of movies that are about uh, bands and music with the 2020s Eurovision Husevic. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I love that movie. <laughs> I was about to just log off right now. <laughs> Um, so this song's been in a couple of different movies, but I'm going to choose, uh, holding out for a hero, but in Detective Pikachu. (laughs) (laughs) What? Because that scene is fantastic is so funny and it's not even like funny but like it's powerful so that song is playing while pikachu is like running all throughout the parade and jumping on different balloons and and saving everybody so it's like a super powerful scene i love it i love that song to that scene wow i don't even i vaguely remember that song being in that movie um there's a lot of stuff that happened in that movie. That song did not stand out to me at all. But that, that as you describe it, that makes perfect sense. It is amazing. I'm going to send it to you. <laughs> I just love that song. So I would probably, even though I'm not a Pokemon person, like I would probably just love the scene just because I love that song so much. <laughs> Wait, you never saw Detective Pikachu, Nick? No, I'm not a Pokemon guy. So it came out and I was just like, eh. Oh, I would have thought you would have been forced to see it for uh, Epic Film Guys. No, I mean Justin and Lois saw us, like they they cracked whip on me a lot of the time, but not not with I don't think any of us saw it. I don't I honestly God, I don't even think Lois saw it. Wow. He yeah. was too busy growing his beard at the time. I think that was the beard time, yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, All right. All right. Well, my number two pick is a, another song that's very important to me in a movie that's very important to me. And it's uh, Livin' La Vida Loca from the Shrek 2 soundtrack by Ricky Martin. <laughs> See, holding out for heroes on Shrek 2, too. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I love when movies end in giant dance sequences to 90s songs. No, it is not that song. I'm kidding. Um, but. I liked the reference to it at the end of the movie, The Witches. Did you guys see The Witches? I know what you guys did. Did you see that, Nick? The new version of it? Look, come on. <laughs> I don't even have to watch stuff for a movie podcast anymore. So I watch less movies now than I did before, if that's possible. What is that like? What's that like, guys? I don't know. Is it time to take a week off? I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> so at the end of The Witches, like... The, the kid that gets turned into a mouse like gives a speech about how they can all die together. <laughs> and then they all start dancing. <laughs> it just reminded me of the end of Shrek 2. And I was just like, what am I doing with my life where I'm watching this fucking shitty movie right now? <laughs> so, like, but uh, my number two pick is uh, from one of the greatest animated films of all time. Stan Bush singing Dare from Transformers colon the movie.
It's like you guys are trying to make me mad today. Oh <laughs> what? <sighs> you don't like Transformers the movie, Nick? Oh god, I hate that movie. What about the soundtrack, though? I mean, uh, there's, there's bomb bangers on there, you know. I mean, I'll give it to you. Like, it's it's just like with the Guardians of the Galaxy pick. Like that scene and that song is is great. Like it's 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 a great scene. But yeah, like like the movie around. Oh god, I hate that movie. It's like, oh, getting a headache. To be honest with you, I don't all think the I, stuff going on in it. Yeah, I don't think I've watched that movie. Like, sat down and legitimately like watched it from start to finish in. I don't know. How old am I right now? All right. I don't know. I'm like 30 something years. Yeah. <laughs> like since it came out, uh, I watched clips of it on YouTube to see the awesome music. And obviously I have a soundtrack album because yeah. dare by Stan Bush is an amazing song. Like it's overshadowed by <laughs> you got the touch, but yeah, I don't think I've watched it in probably like 30 something years. So I understand, you know, they killed Optimus prime. Like, what are you doing? You know, that was pretty whack. Um, Unicron is cool though. I went to uh, yeah, I went to go see that in the theaters probably like three years ago on a big Jeez. screen, and it and it's amazing. It's still amazing. And there was an interview with Stan Bush at the end. Uh, he did like a nice little acoustic performance of those hit songs. Oh wow! <laughs> no, they it was just him outside the theater. I gave him a quarter. You know, it was good. It was a good song. Good rendition. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just throw him a bumblebee toy into his box. <laughs> oh, my God. Punch him in the stomach. That's for Optimus. <laughs> it's like, I just wrote the music. Should have been Stan Bush, The Touch. No. I like Dare better than The Touch. Sorry, guys. And that's an unpopular opinion. But All right. It's time. It's time. It's time for number one. Nick, what is your number one favorite song from a movie ever of all time that is not from a musical or a score? Well, I really see when you gave me the criteria for making the list, it really hurt me because I really wanted number one to be ancient lamentation music from Zack Snyder's Justice League. So I could just be like, I just started I moving in that. slow motion as soon as you, you did that. I, I was going to do that through the whole show. It's like a spoiler to it, but. You ruined it, so I can't do that. But no, my number one, and it is it is from a Zack Snyder joint, and I think that it, it, when people think about it, even if they dislike the movie, but I, I mean, I love the graphic novel, of course, Watchmen, and the way that they used the times they are changing by Bob Dylan to basically tell the entirety of the backstory of like superheroes in the alternate world of that film through like that opening five minutes or so is, I mean, it's just, it's brilliant. I mean, it's, it's just absolutely incredible. Uh, The way that it tells so much story and gives you so much information in those little slow-mo vignettes, leading up to leading up to like, you know, kind of kicking off the movie. So I mean, I, I, a lot's been said about it and I'm going to probably say it worse than those people would. So I'll let them say it, but I mean, it's just incredible. And I mean, even if you dislike that movie, most people, even if they dislike that movie, I think they really at least love that scene and like that use of that song in that scene. Plus it's just, I'm not even a Bob Dylan fan, but like that song, I just, I love that song. It's a great song too. I hate Bob Dylan. (laughs) (laughs) Please you don't know. Let's go our show. Snyder. 
I do actually. I like a lot. I like a lot of his movies. So I'm not a Zack Snyder hater, despite my hate of Batman v Superman and Man of Steel. So. <laughs> hey, they're not. They're not always going to be a gem. You know, everybody's got their bad true. movies in them. So. That is true. I thought for sure that it was going to be the Icelandic song that the girls sang to Aquaman as he swam away. She thanked him for right. the fish. I thought for sure that was going to make it in there somewhere. T- it's top five. Top five. That's <laughs> why Nick's smelling a sweatshirt right now. <laughs> 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 my chemical oh. romance is on the watchman soundtrack also just for you know. that's a dope that's a dope cover of uh of that is that's a dylan song they covered too isn't yeah, it yeah yeah that's, uh, a, that's a dope dope cover of that song i actually I, but then again that was like excluding ending credits and stuff right i don't know if we'll talk about honorables or whatever but we can talk about that afterward but yep. yeah all right well that is an awesome pick because that is an awesome scene in that movie but Mark Ellis, what is your number one? All right. So my number one is uh, a song that kicks off one of the most influential movies of my childhood. Uh, another movie from 1984. It's from Purple Rain. It's called Let's Go Crazy by Prince. Uh, when I saw this in the theaters again multiple times, when that you know the organ kicks in and the dearly beloved starts, in even though it's a movie theater, you would swear you're at a concert because people were just getting ready for it. And that opening song just it just blew the roof off every time I saw it. And then it ends with that amazing guitar solo. It is such a good primer to um the start of a big musical adventure that's not technically a musical. So uh yeah, let's go crazy by uh, Prince. Number one. I've seen that movie once and I cannot remember anything about it at all other than he had a purple motorcycle. (laughs) (laughs) So you don't remember Let's Go Crazy or When Doves Cry. Like, you know those songs, right? I know. um, I remember the music videos from them because I'm I'm old as dirt. But like, I don't remember that. I know I saw the movie. I remember my parents rented it. And I know I watched it, but I don't remember a goddamn thing about it. So that's how (laughs) excited I was for the movie when it came. Uh, it's one of my favorite anecdotes about Prince ever. And like this weekend, as we're recording, this was my bachelor party weekend five years ago. And it was right after Prince had died and we were at a strip club and (laughs) the, the, the DJ at the strip club started playing Prince and Justin, my co-host from Epic Film Guys, shot out of his chair at stage side Pumping his fists into the air and screaming, "Yes, Prince!" <laughs> he was so like, if like, I mean, I there was a bunch of naked girls there, and that's the only thing I can remember <laughs> about that entire strip club fiasco was just Justin freaking out over Prince. That makes sense. Did he did he slip the DJ a twenty to play Bat Dance at any point? I he might have. For all I know, I don't know. Justin's. He made me carry around a Patrick Swayze head. It's a, it's in the corner right now looking at me. You know. <laughs> awesome pick, Mark Hallis. All right, Aubrey, tighten up your raspberry beret and tell us what your number one pick is. Well, I sent this to you guys in the chat, but my second pick was actually from the movie trailer, so I don't know if that counts, but I'm going to keep it because Holding Out for a Hero is an amazing song. <laughs> <laughs> um, but my number one is immigrant song from Thor Ragnarok because that scene is phenomenal. 
Nick's that, dying over here right now. <laughs> <laughs> I love that scene, though. It's so powerful. And and they picked such a good song for that scene. Yeah, and it, it can't go wrong with Zeppelin. It's a movie that doesn't doesn't really use songs like that to, as part of the storytelling, unlike Guardians of the Galaxy. So to have that song played during that scene was really unusual for a Thor movie. But I agree with you, Arby. It works incredibly well. I love it. Love it. Love it. It is. That's an awesome scene. And uh, yeah, I mean, how can you go wrong with Taika Waititi and Led Zeppelin? Like, you really can't. So It's fair. Very fair. It's fair. I liked, I liked <laughs> Ragnarok more than I disliked it. <laughs> I like Ragnarok more than the other two Thor movies. Well, I mean, you know, I'd rather eat a McDonald's cheeseburger than a can of dog food. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to have Nick come on and, and review Black Widow with us. He loves the MCU so much. I'm having I mean, Florence Pugh, though. I mean, I'm there for Florence Pugh and Rachel Weiss. Like, that's the only thing that's going to get me to actually tune into that. Whenever it's free on Disney+, Plus, because I am not paying them $30 to watch it. Actually, I'll or be, he like, could watch uh, Thor Love and Thunder with us, so we can review Natalie Portman sleepwalking through another movie. <laughs> I, mean, I really hope that she does in, in, in that. I really hope that she actually gives, like, some kind of effort. Because she was, she was just pissed in Thor The Dark World, because... Who was supposed to direct it? Wasn't Patty Jenkins supposed to direct it? Yeah, she quit. Yeah. Yeah. And then Portman was upset about it. So I really hope that when she comes back, she won't. But that's right. I I forgot. I keep forgetting, like, I haven't been in a movie theater in, like, 15 months. But I'm actually, like, I got my second shot already. So, like, I'm okay with going back to the theater now. So I'll actually be able to watch Black Widow in a theater if I want. Yeah, it's uh, it's amazing to go back to the movie theater. I got to tell you guys. I know we're getting off track a little bit, but uh, I went to see no. I went to see nobody with my son uh, a couple weeks ago, and it was just like woohoo! We were so excited by everything. We're like, it's commercials before the movie! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> it's Maria Menounos! Yay! <laughs> I don't know if you, what kind of theaters do you have near you, Mark uh, Nick? Uh, I have an AMC and a Regal. Oh, okay, so we have Cinemark, like, Monopoly, where we live. So we get these weird things before the movie called Nuvi, and it's all... Yeah, we get those at AMC, by, too. Yeah, we get those hosted by Maria Menounos, so we hadn't seen her in over a year. You know? <laughs> Are they still the same commercials, though, or did she record new ones? So They're new ones, but, like, okay. they they didn't record new things with her. So like it's, she's chopped up a ton where it's just really generic. And then it goes to different <laughs> things. It is just Rimmer Menounos with a different background behind her. Right. Right. But they still have the thing where it's like, point your phone at the screen and kill all the aliens invading the movie theater. <laughs> no, I don't want to do that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, my number one pick. All right. This is where you guys are going to make fun of me and I don't care. From uh, one of the best movies of the 80s, and that is Say Anything. It is uh, In Your Eyes by Peter Gabriel, <laughs> where uh, Lane Meyer, Lane Meyer, when watching fucking Better Off Dead, uh, <laughs> he, fucking, um, he holds the boombox over his head outside her window and plays this song. Um, and you know what? It's me and my wife's wedding song. 
It was the only non hair metal ballad that was played at our entire <laughs> wedding. And it's honestly, it's, it's hard for me to even listen to it because it almost makes me want to cry every single time I listen to it because I love my wife so much. And when we started dating, we got engaged. We started dating. I was 18. She was 16. when We started dating. We got engaged three months later and then we started planning our wedding and we were like, that's our wedding song. We didn't even have to like think about it. That was right off the bat. We were both like fist bump. This is our wedding song. Everything else is monster ballads, but <laughs> yeah, it's just an amazing song. It's so good. And it makes me think of my wife and God bless her for putting up with me for over a quarter of a century. So that's the song for me in your eyes by Peter Gabriel. Yeah, let's all make fun of him after that nice, heartfelt story. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's pretty wimpy, so I figured, you know. Like, I'm, I'm here for it. I'm, I'm here for that 100%. Yeah, totally. I was ready to make fun of it, and you totally deflated it by talking about your wife, dude. So uh, now, Damn it, Joey. if it was me, if I had said that was my number one, Joey would be relentless, <laughs> giving me shit about it. Look at this wimp. <laughs> But let's get some honorable mentions. I know these were hard lists to make. All right, Nick. Gloves off. Musicals included. Give me a couple songs. Oh, my God. Musicals included. I have not prepared for that at all. Good. <laughs> uh, just take your pick from Les Mis. Fine. Uh, take your pick from Singing in the Rain. Fine. Um, but um, no. So, like, I picked. I just threw a couple different ones in here. And I did include, like, end credit ones in here. Um, and, you know, I don't know if. Well, Joey, I'm, I'm friends with you on social media, so you've probably seen me talk about, but like, I really, really loved uh, the usage of Hallelujah at the end of Zack Snyder's uh, Justice League. I, honest mm-hmm. to God, really, really love that version of that song. Um, I think it's... You kind of have to if you're going to watch Zack Snyder's Justice League. So. I mean, fair. <laughs> but I, I love that version of that song, and it kind of wraps like everything and like him losing his daughter and like all that kind of stuff up for emotionally for me. Um, so... I didn't want to include an end credits song, though, because I'm like, yeah, it just has to be part of the movie somewhere. And I did throw in, um, just because for funsies, and rest in peace, Jim Simon, who just passed away this past week as we're recording, but Total Eclipse of the Heart by the Dan Band. In, <laughs> uh, what is it? Is it old school? I can't even remember the name of the movie. It's <laughs> it is. It's old school. Yeah. I haven't seen old school in way too long. I love that movie, but yeah, I mean, just I fucking need you more than ever. Like, come on. It's like, <laughs> I already I love on Total the Eclipse anyway. all the time. Yeah. I love that song anyway. And then just to make that, like that version of it is just even better somehow. So I just, I'll just leave it at those two. Awesome. All right, Mark, you got to have some honorable mentions. Uh, only a couple. I didn't really think too hard about this list. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to say, uh, take a look around from Mission Impossible 2 by Limp Biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> now I know why you want to hate me. <laughs> I, know, I really like that song. Uh, and of course, Xanadu. Uh, I got to pick Xanadu. Xanadu is like, that's easily one of the most uplifting, uh, magical songs that you can leave the theater uh, with that in your heart. It's just, it's just a, a great, great song. So Xanadu would have been somewhere on the list it might not have been number one but it would have been on there i hope you can take that song in your heart when you walk out of xanadu because you had to watch xanadu before (laughs) (laughs) xanadu's a classic it's time will come damn it it's time will come (laughs) 40 plus years in waiting (laughs) 
Is the guy that the guy that was in Xanadu just sitting home with like boxes of Xanadu records? Be like, this is the year. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he was nice when we met him. So, <laughs> all right, Aubrey. Honorable mentions. What do you got? Oh, this is this is tough. So, um, I would say the score in Lord of the Rings when they are going over the hills. Um, the da da da. I think it's a journey something um, that is it's called a journey something the title is journey something and I can't remember for the life of me the name because I'm so excited (laughs) that I get to choose scores Um, also the the Wonder Woman uh, fight music is fantastic. I love it. Every time it plays when she's fighting in freaking any movie, it's it it's been my ringtone for years now. I love it so much. It's powerful. Um oh I have so many. <laughs> Space Jam. Uh stole one of mine. I, <laughs> I knew you were gonna say Space Jam and I almost didn't want to say it because I didn't want to ruin it, but Space Jam is fantastic. Um Damn band in that was a good pick too, Nick. I think I think I'll end it at Lord of the Rings and in Wonder Woman though, because I'm getting too excited trying to think of enough movies to shove in the little time slot that we have here. All right. And all of a All sudden, right. Joey's like, "Here's now pick from these," and it's like, "What?" Yeah, I know. <laughs> I like to put back. people on the spot. I like to put you on the spot. No, yeah, no preparation. <laughs> oh God, how many Lord of the Rings movies can I fit in here? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I liked I like Journey, like when uh, Gandalf showed up at the top of the hill at uh, the two towers and was, was like, "Don't stop believing." <laughs> he saw Frodo and Sam and was like, Rohan, so. "Now I come to you with open arms because he's That's just right. like." Yeah. Yoen was like loving, touching, squeezing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, honorable mentions uh, right off the bat: uh, "Bowl Tonight" from Greece Two. Is there a better song about bowling and euphemisms for sex? I highly doubt it. I think uh, Cool Rider's better in that soundtrack. I, I do, but it's not the entire en- ensemble. So you know, we want to get everybody involved. You know, um, uh, Mortal Kombat techno song. Like, ah. like how could we have skipped that? We ha- we have to talk about that. Like, like to this day, like even as bad as Annihilation was, and I still haven't seen the new one. Like you just have to be like Mortal Kombat and <laughs> somebody else instead of the Oscars. Yeah, <laughs> somebody else. We used else. to play that, and we would like just start moshing each other, oh, me and God. my brother. Right. The second you do that, somebody's gonna be like, <laughs> and people and are on. gonna get it's hit. On. Glow sticks come out. It's it's out of control. So uh, Space Jam, like you said, Aubrey is fantastic. And there's so many ridiculous mashups with it online. It's just like amazing i love the theme from space jam and uh that's it i think men in black and wild Wild oh yeah that's right wild wild west is an amazing song from a terrible movie and that's why i couldn't put it on the list because even though it legitimately is one of my favorite songs it's probably in my top like 30 songs of all time it, the movie is so bad that you can't like include it because it doesn't give you good vibes from the movie. It's just a good song. So, yes, Wild Wild West by uh, by Will Smith and Drew Hill and uh, Stevie Wonder. So. There's so many honorable mentions. 
Yeah. I know you could go on forever, but those are our picks. The top three songs from a movie. So Nick, thank you so much for having us on live stream for the cure for a second year. This is a third year. Who knows? It's been a long time. It's we the, love it's it. It's the third year, but do we count the first year? Cause it was, and we couldn't even get Mark connected like the whole time. I was <laughs> in the chat. We now pre-record. <laughs> I, I was in the chat. I was there in spirit. Uh, these, the, the pre-recordings are actually amazing though because when these are playing i actually get to stand up and move around for a minute and you know but you guys are always welcome back. <laughs> roller skate around uh yeah we are so happy that you have us thank you so much uh guys if you're in the chat you know donate some money help us get to this goal it's really important so please do Maybe if you do, Joey will uh, make a TikTok of him singing Wild Wild West. <laughs> maybe. Uh, maybe I'll do that if the live stream hits its goal. I'll make a, a really ridiculous TikTok. So. I really need to see this. So please, I, people, please donate. Please, please donate. I'm saving Cardi B's up for when we hit 100 TikTok <laughs> followers, but I'll find a different e-thought dance to do for this. So. <laughs> <laughs> So if you happen by my house later and you hear body, yaddy, 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 yaddy going on, <laughs> that's just me practicing. So don't worry. Oh, I love it. All right. Well, that's going to do it, guys. That has been our special edition episode for the live stream for the cure of the So Wizard Podcast. Uh, check us out at SoWizardPodcast.com and wherever fine podcasts are sold or given away for free, like <laughs> iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music. We're there and we're glad to have you. We're there every single week. So I have been your host, Joey DiCarlo, with my co-host, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. From the top, make it drop. That's a whip. That's a whip. (laughs) (laughs) Expert Mr. Marquis Markellis Reagan. Uh, I want to thank Nick again for having us on. Uh, Everyone, please donate so we can reach this goal. Everybody have a great week, month, year, and Wakanda forever. And of course, Nick Haskins, thank you so much for having us. Ancient Lamentation music. (laughs) (laughs) It's always a pleasure. I love you guys so, so much. Thank you so much for doing the segment for Livestream for the Cure. And just for for having me on to do it with you, because it's just really fun. This is the most energetic I probably sound throughout the entire event, (laughs) because... I'm pre-recorded and like fresh. And by the time this airs during the event, like after this goes off the air and I come back live, it'll be like, (laughs) (laughs) so maybe someone can donate some energy drinks to you or something. Something. Awesome. So guys, thank you so much. We'll see you soon. Good journey. In Xanadu. Xanadu, Xanadu, in Xanadu, Xanadu, your neon lights will shine for you, Xanadu.